Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, we're doing a little new thing I've been telling you guys about, and that's the uh, Big Ten Bitch Fest. Um, and to kick it off, I thought no, but nobody better to have on the show than my buddy Vic from the uh, Big House Breakdown and uh, from the uh, Real HD Network. So I would just say, Vic, how you doing, buddy? What's going on with you, man? How, how, how are things? Things are going good, man. Every, it's like I always say, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine right now. Who's got it better than us? <laughs> nobody. Uh, so tell, tell my audience a little bit about yourself and your show and what you have, uh, where you can be found. Yes, sir. So my show is called the BHB big house breakdown, all things. We discuss all things, Michigan football from game reviews to game previews, to recruiting, to, you know, the, the conflicts of the day, Jim Harbaugh being, you know, suspended voluntarily and, you know, all of the goofy stuff, you know, Mozzie Smith packing, you know, <laughs> all of the yeah. stuff, all the, we get into all of the Michigan shenanigans um, here, there and everywhere North, South, East and West. We uh, come on every Friday at 6 PM on a real HD network at uh, the real HD show seven on Instagram. And I'm on plenty of Facebook channels, YouTube. Just look up the real, look up big house breakdown. You'll be able to find me. It's fantastic. And guys, just so you know, I was on that last week. It was a great time. We really do go over everything. And the bigger the show gets, hopefully the more panelists he gets on there. And it'll just kind of become like a, just a Big Ten place to be uh, mm-hmm. once every week, you know? Yes, sir. That's what we'll play. So, so uh, since this is the Big Ten Bitch Fest, uh, we're going to go ahead and get in. Uh, I asked some of the guys to send in some things. And I had a few, but I wanted to narrow it down to two and then give you some of your time to to discuss or bring up what you want to bitch about as well. But the first one we're going to do comes out from uh, one of my very, very loyal followers, Peter. Uh, Peter says, our special teams better get it together or or I'm going to scream. Uh, What the hell is going on with our kicker? Jack Turner, make your make your field goals. Uh, I don't know about you, man, but he kind of. He kind of reminds me of a uh, less vocal uh, Quinn Nordine, this field goal kicker. You just never know what you're going to get from him. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Because Quinn could hit it a mile and a half, but you didn't know which direction it was going to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I get it, man. Because, I I mean, like last week, what, he, he makes a – he misses a 43-yard field goal – but then makes a 46. It's just, I, and then his first week, I mean, he shanked a few of those bad boys. I just, I don't know if it's, we're just being spoiled because we had Moody for so long or, you know, if this is just legit. Yeah, man, I think it's a, you know, the have and the have nots. We have Moody for so long. So we used to perfection. We have money Moody as they call it. Truth. 
you know, cash rules everything around me. You know, <laughs> one yeah, movie, yeah, he was perfect. He, you know, you could, he he was almost like you know, he was almost you know uh, an out route for a kicker. You know, you could you could just toss it, and he's there. You know what I mean? True. It was, it was automatic. It was on point every stinking time. And now we got to get used to, and and we got to get this kid some grace. He's a transfer, so he's getting used to the Michigan way. It must be a lot of pressure on the kid coming from where he came from to these circumstances. Biggest, True. biggest, biggest house in college football. Hell yeah, this playoff contender this year that's supposed to be going to the championship. Whew, let's hope. I mean, and I guess he's a. I guess he was born and raised in Michigan too. So oh. this could be. Like a little uh, schoolboy dream of his to be kicking in the big house. So now that and might, that might, that might, that might bring the nerves up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. I was thinking. I mean, I know one thing. If I was ever going to be a kicker, I would never be a, a field goal kicker. I'd just be a punter. I mean, mm. that's way. I mean, the pressure is way less in the punting game than it is anywhere near kicking field goals. What I want to beef about is the goddamn return game. Oh, dude. You ain't kidding. Can we goal, make up our mind? I think the field goal kickers and the punters are going to be okay. They got to get in rhythm. They got to do their thing. They practice. They right. do their own separate alien punter kicker thing. Outside yeah. the team, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll adjust. What are we doing with our return game? Dude, can we, I mean, world. this this thaw kid is uh, annoying me at this point. <laughs> and, I mean. He needs to uh, thaw out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. He is on a deep freeze, man, because this guy, I mean, I know he's not, I know he just became a scholarship player, maybe. I, I might have that wrong, but dude, uh, I don't know, man. It's just too many big plays can happen that could destroy our title hopes if our kickoff and punt return does not like completely turn around because this is just ugly right now. Hey, man, they have me feeling all type of sexy. When they said they was going to put Alex Orgy back there. Yeah, right. I was like, yo, he's going to run a couple people over and then get 10 yards. You know what I mean? So, Dude, that would be I'm sweet. I'm for that. I'm for that. Hey, do you know what Orgy runs in a 40? Did that, did that I, come up? I could have swore I heard it was like a 4-5. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, he's got size and speed. I, I just – I guess they're just waiting for him to get out of that Joe Milton – uh, kind of thing and start, I guess. May, I don't know if he's not seeing the field well or what when it comes to to being a quarterback because he, he's ideal. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah, man. I, I you know he. I watched some videos of Alex Orgy and he's ridiculously athletic. Yeah, dude. He's ridiculously I, athletic. Somebody that. So when they said that he probably was, you know, when when Harbaugh was teasing about him punt returning. Yeah. I believed it. I was like, he probably can do it with his yeah. athletic background. He could probably, you know, and he's probably quicker. Like his shuttle is probably out of his world versus probably. his 40. If he's running yeah. a low four or five, like a four five one or somewhere in there, his shuttle is probably stupid quick. You know what I mean? That would be, yeah, I would, I could imagine, but. I think the reason why we probably haven't seen him yet is I don't know if they're really set on a backup quarterback yet. So why put him out there to risk him getting injured when we may need him to be the guy if just God forbid, if JJ gets hurt, you know, right. Um, 
I'd like to see him. You know what I'd like for them to do? Remember how we used to use Cade and JJ when JJ was a freshman? Oh, yeah. When we would bring Cade in, we would bring JJ in for packages. The JJ would package would come out, and then he'd be doing all kind of wild stuff. He's throwing 40 yards against <laughs> to the opposite side of the field and True. all wonderful, whimsical, magical stuff, you know, that make you mouth. Yeah. I'd like to see Alex Orgy package come in and do some whimsical, magical, wonderful stuff. Like, you know, whatever. Whatever he's got in the bag, bring that package out and let him do it. Because it's just one more thing that Ohio State and Penn State and all the rest of the goofies got a plan for. They got to practice. They got to waste practice time on stuff like that. You gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta unmute your mic. Can't believe I did that. Sorry. No, no, you're um, good. Just repeat the last five, five seconds. I was gonna say, uh, I think we need, I, the guy, I heard this on the Bleacher Report that, uh, we need to start using Donovan Edwards like, uh, um, Urban Meyer used Percy Harvin. I'd be for that. I'd be for that. I, I, I really would. Um, I think they have a lot of things they want to do with him this year that are outside yeah. of the running game. And that's what I that's how I would use him. I would use him like an Eric Metcalf, Percy yeah. Hartman, Dave Meggett type. I, that's exactly how I would use him. Yeah. I mean, he's got too much talent for us to have him just sit there. I mean, let's find something. I mean, even you put Orgy and him in at the same time and have them work something out together. I don't know, but we need to figure out how to get most of this talent back on the field. He uh he did a wildcat in one of the games on the goal line. Yeah, I saw that. He didn't score, but he he certainly did that. And I think hey, at he, least gives him something to look at, like you said, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely would like to see Orgy on the field doing something uncanny, and it just give these goofies, these Big Ten goofies, something else to think about. Yeah. So uh, now getting on to this next one, it, this guy's a new follower, but he's uh, pretty vocal, and I uh, appreciate his point of view on some of these things. Um, Matt Schuster says uh, the SEC is overrated. I don't mean uh, I don't mean to say that the Big Ten is better than the SEC, but he's just tired of he people just heaping praise on the SEC, like ESPN and all that. And he, and he kind of equates it's crazy that if you were to look team by team this year that a lot of or most of the bit are uh, the SEC is kind of like Big Ten West. I, I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with that, but I mean I do agree though. I think that the SEC is if this is going to be the this is the year to get them. I think they've kind of come back to earth. You know what I mean with the with the talent level. I think I think he's I think it's comparable. I mean if you you know if you got your, for for every Rutgers and Northwestern you got your Vanderbilt and the. Uh, What's the other team that never wins? In well, they got Mississippi State. They got uh, yeah. that's what I was thinking about. You I know, mean, you yeah. those programs that can't never come out of the doldrums. They never get out of the the pit of despair. And then you have your elites that are at the top, just you know, just kind of you know, yeah, just always bullying the block of of sorts. You know what I mean? I kind of see it. I can see that that the that SEC probably has what maybe. 
two, I don't even know. I wouldn't even say two elite teams because Alabama's kind of falling down. Uh, Tennessee's okay. Florida's just starting to get, starting to come back. I mean, barely. I mean, they, they beat Tennessee, but I don't know how good they look overall. And then LSU, they seem to be the other one coming up. So maybe LSU, uh, Georgia in the, in the SEC championship this year. But yeah, I think this this is he's got a point. You know, all that love that everybody's been showing him, I just don't know if it's worth uh, worth its weight this year. Uh, I, I, it may be. Um, the pivotal question to ask is: Will Texas give it a kick in the pants? Will Texas give it a kick in the cojones? What's yeah. Um, joint? I don't want them to be a middling SEC team either. I want them to rise up. And challenge the old guard and say, nah, we're here. You know what I mean? That would be a great thing to happen. I mean, if if what we saw how they handled Alabama this year is any indication how they're going to play when they get into the SEC. And to be quite honest, they kind of are set up kind of like an SEC team. They're big. Their offensive, well, their defensive line is humongous. Now, they're not very fast or overly athletic, but they're big. And they can, you know, clog up holes. And they their linebackers are pretty fast. Their cornerbacks are pretty good. And then they, you know, you've got the SEC type uh, head coach. Because uh, what he was the he was a assistant coach under Saban for a bit, right? Yeah, Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you know you've got the quarterback thing happening with you have uh, viewers this year. Then you're probably going to have Manning coming up for the next two or three years. Yeah, you can't leave until you're a junior. So everybody was trying to put him, put him, you know, put him in the chamber right now. And I was like, whoa, yeah, let that boy look and learn for a minute, you know. Seriously, let let him catch it. There's really no no need to hurry with it as long as you have viewers doing something, you know. Right. Right. So I think Texas. I think Texas more than Oklahoma when they get into the SEC will be more successful because I just. I still don't see – I've watched a few Oklahoma games, and I'm not – I've been overly impressed with their defense. You know, they still seem more like the old-school Big 12 teams where the uh, the offense is phenomenal. And I'm sure Vrabels being the guy from – or Venables being the guy from uh, Clemson, great defensive guy. So I can see it coming, but I just don't see they're there yet. So hold on. I, you correct me if I'm wrong. I, am I getting the vibe? Because I, I may not have gotten this. Is Oklahoma going to the SEC too? Yeah, yeah. Texas and Oklahoma together. Oh, that's crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think wow. I think they learned their lesson in splitting up rivals. You know, like, because yeah. I don't know about you, but we we're around the same age. And that where I came from, see, I grew up in Denver. So uh, the Oklahoma-Nebraska was one of the biggest rivalries to me in college football. Right, and then when Nebraska went to the Big Ten, it killed it. So I think yeah. that's why you see Oklahoma and Texas going together, because I know it was rumored when Ohio State was flirting with the SEC for like I don't know a cup of coffee, it it was rumored that it would be if Ohio if Ohio State left, Michigan would have to go because they're not going to break up that that rivalry. Well, also you could even point that's a good thing you brought up because that might be the down the reason for the downfall of nebraska as a program like you know we got about three recruits right out of that ohio state michigan game or michigan ohio state game zero state as we like to call it 
Um, <laughs> Zero State game, we got after we whooped their tail last year, we got three of their recruits right there. They was like, nah, we decommitting. We on Michigan right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, you know that's an ass whooping when, yeah. when somebody leaves. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that's hilarious. So, okay. So with these guys out of the way now, and guys, thank you so much. And everybody who's listening, please, whatever you're bitching about, Big Ten, college football, Michigan, whatever it is, I don't care what it is, send me a DM on Instagram or click the link on my um, Spotify and sign up through uh, Spotify for podcasters. Just get an account so this way you can leave a voicemail. You leave a voicemail and we're good to go. Either way, so now... Vic, uh, since we we're back on to this, uh, what's your uh, what's your bitch fest about this week? Um, my my bitch fest this week is all of these Nebraska hopefuls. <laughs> I seem to think Nebraska's going to do anything with Michigan. Oh my god, they can't even throw the football. <laughs> I was watching a couple of podcasts, you know, preparing for yeah the Big House breakdown on Friday and your show. Yeah, and listening to all these yahoos with cowboy hats on, Nebraska hopefuls talking about Nebraska is gonna bite the head off a of Harbaugh, and they're gonna do everything. You know, they're gonna throw the cow chips in Harbaugh's face, and JJ McCarthy is a bum, and you know, I'm like, yo, do you know, dude has an 85 percent completion percentage? Like, what are you talking? Yeah, right. About? How was he a bum with an 85%? What's shocking to me is what do they they know of bums because their quarterbacks, both of their quarterbacks are bums. I mean, Jeff Sims has more interceptions than he does uh, touchdowns. And then their their quarterback, uh, that Hoberg fella, he hasn't thrown for over 300 and he hasn't rushed for 300. So they're both bums. So, yeah, I guess Nebraska really knows bums when they see one. So I guess – I don't know. You would think they would have got this one right, but they're completely wrong with uh, JJ. Yeah, man. They, they, you know, I'm going to start putting up like a, a new thing on my show called Tent City. Uh huh. <laughs> so you know how in Cali on Skid Row, they got Tent City and all the blocks and lines. Oh, yeah. Some of the, some of these big <laughs> tent cities, man. Some of these podcasts that, that, that's, that, that have the goofies going on. They're going to be part of my, my Tent City. <laughs> I'm going to start calling them out. You should, man. I'm I mean, talking. I'm starting to feel like uh, Michigan, like Michigan family. So, like, we're Batman and we're dealing with all of uh, Arkham Asylum crazies because right. every fan base seems like they're nuts over in the Big Ten, like delusional. Right, right, right. Like, you know, have have you seen have you seen our offensive line? Have you yeah, watched right. us? Have you watched us strangle a game clock? Like, did you yeah. watch when we did the Rutgers in the third quarter last week? I mean, like, did you did you see it? <laughs> Come on, it's it, it's outrageous to me. I mean they they couldn't beat Minnesota. Minnesota stinks. Uh, they beat two. Like I think it was Northern Illinois, and I I don't even know the other team, but they're I don't even think they're Power Five conference, or I think they're barely FCS, uh, FBS. I don't. It's, it's shocking to me that they can have such confidence uh, supporting such an awful team. Right. I'm like, dude, can you, can you, can you run scale? Can you, can you run a seven on seven? Like, do you have <laughs> no. the people? Do you have the people? 
Bro, do you need I think, they're, I think they're installing or have a triple option right. offense going. Like right. that went the way of like Tommy Frazier and Lawrence Phillips. I was just gonna say that. You gonna call Tommy Frazier back to run a triple option? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like Red Grange was the last one to make that cool. I mean, he had a leather helmet, dude. It's I I don't know what they're thinking. Right. All right. Now, I would give it some respect if that was like their, well, it is their bread and butter, but, I, you know, if they were like, if they did like Michigan and they were like really rooted in it. And, you know, right. that's the history to a degree they are. Yeah. But everybody wants to flirt with spread. Everybody wants to flirt with the four wide and the five wide. Right. You know. Yeah, but it's just like, man, they, yeah, they flirt with it because they, they don't have anybody else who can who can do what Matt rule wants to do. So now they have to kind of go back to what they could maybe do. And that's the option. And the only thing that worries me is just our commit, our ends commitment to keeping the edge, you know, against the option. That's the number one thing. You just have to make sure you keep the edge and you know who you're tackling and that's it. The option's pretty much done and over with at that point. That's kind of why it's not done anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Assignment football. That's the name of the game for that. Yeah. But we so have, what else do you have? Yeah. The good thing is we have some dynamic people playing the edge. You know, Mikey Sanders, he's a tackling machine. He's going to get it done. We got uh, Harrell. Uh, he's going to get it done on the edge. So I don't really have an issue with, you know, you know, it's just about do we or don't we let that quarterback get loose. True. So uh, what's next on your list? Um, let me see. Let me think. What what else do I have to beef about? Why is it Minnesota better? Oh, well, I I don't. I'll looking, be honest with you. you know, I was looking forward to them stepping back into the limelight and bringing a yeah. little sauce back to the West. You know, I was like, if Minnesota's good, you know, maybe they'll challenge Corny Iowa. Maybe they'll challenge. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just think the the uh, the cult leader, as I like to call him, PJ Fleck, uh, you know, you got to row that boat. Uh, I just think he just hasn't put in the time to figure out who his running back is. I mean, Ibrahim left and they had no one, no one following him up. Mm -hmm. You know, you would think that you would. I don't know if it's the fact that they uh, missed on some recruiting. I don't know if somebody left in the portal because they didn't want to wait their turn. But it's noticeable. I mean, I don't. They've turned it kind of around since they played uh, Nebraska, but nothing, nothing to where I'm like, oh yeah, that that's you know that's something that we should be worried about. Yeah, you know, I, I just look forward to some of these teams rising up, and like you said in the earlier uh, uh, bitch, we talked about is the SEC like the Big Ten. And just like Missouri would every once in a while rise up and yeah. snap one of the big dogs in the SEC, I look forward to – I was looking forward to Minnesota kind of doing the same thing in the West and creating a little bit of parity in the West that makes people want to say, hmm, what's the West about this year, you know? Yeah, dude, I'm getting tired of watching Iowa and Wisconsin battle it out to see who's going to go and get their ass kicked in the Big Ten title game. <laughs> right, you know what I, right. I, I mean, I think since we started, uh, like, because we had that legends and leaders thing, and then when we officially got the uh, the um, 
Big Ten title game, and I think that was 2013. Dude, the West hasn't won one. Mm. And I think that's why they're clamoring to get USC, UCLA in the fold. Yeah. They have a little more parity in that division, and they don't have to break up their moneymaker, which is, you know, Michigan and Zero State. True, man. I mean, the the one <laughs> – the one good thing about uh, the Big Ten right now is that round robin that's going to happen between Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. And basically to see, you know, if we eat ourselves alive, if we all each lose one, or if there's going to be a real champion coming out of that mix. But I would tell you, the next Big Ten champion is going to be one of those three teams. I mean, it's going to be us, but, you know, I mean, just out of the, those are the three best teams hands down in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, if we, you know, now that, you know, Coach uh, Super Khakis is back on the sideline, <laughs> um, he's going to strangle that clock, man. I mean, look, don't let J.J. or Donovan or somebody like that have a bad day because all he's going to do is go duo up the middle, duo up the middle, duo yeah. up the middle. <laughs> you ain't kidding, dude. And I'll be honest, <clears throat> I don't see how it's going to change because Penn State has – they have a very good defense, but their defensive line is smaller. And they're not as big as what you would see in Michigan or Ohio State. So they're going to really have their hands, like they're going to have their work cut out for them. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for Penn State, that whole piece is their thing. If they, they know that their chances of beating either one of those teams is slim to none. So they just want to make a bowl game so they can continue to get that bread coming in from the advertisers so they can keep their little wheelhouse pumping the way it's supposed to with the money because, you know, the football funds everything in, 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 you know, is it Happy Valley? Yeah, yeah, Happy Valley. Happy Valley, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's Clemson called again? I always forget. They're Death Valley. Death Valley. Happy Valley, Death Valley. Right, right, right. Yeah, Clemson and LSU share the same name, basically. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So do you have uh, another one on your list? Oh no, I'm 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 tapped. I was cool. going to talk about I was going to talk a little bit, little bit, bit about Dion. Oh no, Tuck Tuck got fired, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Are you happy? Or, well, sad? What was what, what you think? So they they sent the the university sent him a letter telling their telling him their intentions on firing him. So now I think he has a certain amount of time to respond if he wants to sue or accept or whatever. Right. A lot of right. legal stuff. I don't understand. So, but still, I think that, so I'm glad we brought up tuck because my, one of my favorite things to do and most of the fans will understand, will already know where I'm going is I hate Michigan state. Like <laughs> I don't like, I don't like Ohio state at all, but right. I can understand and respect why Ohio state fans are the way they are. Right. Because of all the winning, the, all the national titles, I get it. That is understandable. It's annoying, but it's understandable. Michigan State, there's no reason for them to ever feel good about themselves, ever. It's a garbage institution, in my opinion. Mm. And they hired – so it doesn't – it, it kind of surprises me that he would that he would do something even if it's consensual because there's a lot of shadiness on that and he might not be completely 100% to blame on this. He may have thought that they had something going, you know, and then she kind of backed out on it which, you know, hey, it, between two people behind cl- closed doors, I get it, but you kind of have to make sure you know like 
there's a million other women to mess with than the the sexual assault uh, advocate <laughs> that came to talk to your team. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is, but, I wasn't aware. Was she like the HR point person for that? Yeah, like she's known throughout. <laughs> she's created a whole business about wow. going to different colleges and talking to to pro, like not pro, but to talking to athletes about getting consent and all this other kind of stuff. Because she's a rape survivor back in the eighties, and then now she's doing this to make people aware. So he created a friendship, or even more so, whatever he believes or whatever they've had, and he he sent her an Instagram photo. And I think it showed off her butt or something or, you know, whatever it was. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the one. And then he can then he decided to chop his wood over the phone. So I, I, I thought you were going to say he sent the dick pic. Yeah, oh, no, he he actually uh, chopped the wood while she was listening. Wow. See? Yeah, bro. It's crazy. But uh, so and what she, I wanted to say is, is that is, true? Is that true? Like, he yeah, was? he admitted to it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, dude, he admitted to it. Out of control. Bro, it's crazy. It's it is an aggressive, an aggressive uh strategy to the, the, <laughs> your jerk style is the same thing that you use as your team motto. Yeah. You know, because you know he aggressive you know he calls it chopping wood. You know he does. Right, right. Aggressive. <laughs> so what I want, what I wanted to say is just Michigan State fans, I think, have lost their mind over this. <laughs> Yes, do yes. because there's this guy Rico Beard that's on like the local radio station in yeah. in Michigan. I'm and, familiar, right? Okay, so he said that Ryan Day's. Uh, I'm just I use Rico Beard as this uh, example, just as how much Michigan State uh, just wants to believe that they are just as important or Michigan isn't as important. That's more likely what it is that Michigan isn't as important to the overall scheme of things like they are. So Rico Beard said that the Ryan day comment about the one bad half two years ago uh, in his uh, like post game, uh, whatever interview on the field. Right. He said that wasn't about Michigan. It was about Georgia. <laughs> like it even Ryan Day said it was a bad half two years ago in Ann Arbor. I don't know how that has anything to do with Georgia, but <laughs> they are, they're so obsessed with us. And I mean, like Michigan State, I don't I think there's a there's something they're mentally crazy. Because, well, I guess you can only be mentally crazy, but uh, they really believe they're a program that deserves a great coach. Like, have you heard the three names that they've been talking about? No, I heard they just sipping that Flint water though. That's what's making them, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's making them crazy. See, they are. They they're getting it all piped in. They're drinking nothing but bottled Flint water, right? Because, <laughs> dude, they think they've mentioned Marcus Freeman, the head coach of of Notre Dame. He's not. They mentioned anymore. Urban Meyer, and they've mentioned Deion Sanders. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Why would these three guys ever waste their time with you? Right. I thought it was going to be, I thought one of the main people was going to be, uh, uh, what's the guy's, uh, what's the, is it, Bur is his name Burline, the coach from uh, uh, Zero State, the wide receiver coach? Oh, Heartline. Heartline. There you go. Thank you. Heartline. Yeah, yeah. Now he's, since he's recruited like a maniac. Yeah. And got all those first round wide receivers in like crazy 
Right. And of course, they're the heart and soul of what runs that offense, basically. You know what I mean? I, I thought yeah. maybe they would give him a give him a shot, but if 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 uh, when Michigan beats the brakes off of them again this year, <laughs> yeah, he might merit the job. <laughs> right, dude. They, I might don't... Be, they might need an interim coach. Like, <laughs> well, dude, they lose three in a row to us. Ryan Day is going to have to quit or something because oh. it's going to be unbearable for him. He's already losing his mind. I mean. Right. To pick on an old man like Lou Holtz. That's crazy. And, well, and then Lou Holtz got him again. Like Lou Holtz called him soft. Then Ryan Day did his little crazy bullcrap talk. And then uh, Lou Holtz said, yeah, he's a good coach and all. He just, he's 0-2 against Michigan. And I don't think he wants to talk about Michigan. I'm paraphrasing, but just in general, you're like, dude, he just, it's amazing. It just is amazing that that we're watching two of our main rivals, their head coaches self-destruct right in front of our eyes. It's a, it's a real blessing. Yeah, man. Everybody who's listening right now, please go to the Instagram page of your host and look at his picture of Lou Holtz uh, and Ryan Day. Out of control funny. Out of control funny. You want to laugh, go to that page. Go to his page. Like it, subscribe to it, give me some love because oh, yeah. that was funny. Dude, thank you, dude. Yeah. I as soon as I thought of it, I was elder abuse, like threatening and <laughs> like threatening the elderly. I heard this on uh, one of these little tweets, and I was like, oh my god, there's only one thing I can think of. And then I saw, then I saw Lou Holtz's response. I was like, this is it's no perfect. There's no more perfect tweet or uh, meme that could be created than the Happy Gilmore one. Don't you know you're not supposed to get elder people blood pressure up? <laughs> you gonna kill the man? What are you talking? Truth. About? What are you talking about? Truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of out of. Uh, I'm all done with my list of bitch fest stuff because it just. It's at this point. I just. I kind of pity Michigan State fans. Oh, before we go, uh, Michigan State. It was in um, one of their fan sites. It said that they need to get a collective together for a lawyer to to help uh, stop Michigan from bullying them online. <laughs> I don't know if it's a joke, but it's hilarious, dude. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. It's like there's no – I mean, they are completely little brother. They're always going to be little brother. Um, and the thing is, too, what I always say about Michigan State is they're just pissed off because – they're no one's real rival. You know what I mean? Like mm. with Ohio State, sure, they play Michigan State. And I guess it could be listed as a rivalry. But if you were to ask Ohio State fans who do who they want to beat more every year, all year, every day, 100, you know, 365 days a year for the rest of the time, it's going to be Michigan, not Michigan State. Yeah, man, and they having a fire sale over there for recruits now. Exactly, and then same with us. You ask us who we really want to beat. We want to beat. We want to beat Ohio State. So they're just trying to get noticed, and they desperately want one of us to hate them just as much as they hate us, so they can get noticed. And it's just never going to happen. Yeah, I think Sharon Moore is after the the the, the five star lineman that they have over there. I forget. The oh, guy. dude, and that. Uh, that three or four star safety just decommitted too. Right, they got some talent over there, and the wide receiver Marsh, the six four. They got some talent over there. 
They're going to be. Well, they better hurry up and get. <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to get any one of the three they just that was mentioned. But I think there are some actually quality guys that may go over to Michigan State and make kind of an impact. But I mean, I don't know if they don't hurry, they're going to be out of talent. That everybody's going to get up and get out. Yeah, man. With the quarterback they have now, I don't, I don't see those guys sticking and staying. Oh no way. Yeah. Noah Kim, give me a break. Especially with the with people throwing the bag around for all these recruits, I I don't see it. No, I I agree, dude. I I don't see it at all either. And then who says that Michigan State, like the uh, this, what says the university is going to want to drop that kind of money again on somebody? Right. You know, that's a big, that's a big loss right there. And they still haven't recouped all that money back from, they still have to fire Tucker. They still have to go through all the litigation that could come from that. I mean, they're just not going to have that money available right away. They're going to get, he's going to get a piece of that. He's oh, not I would, he's I would not be shocked. Empty handed from that 90 mil. He's going to get a, he's going to get a nice little chunk of it. Right. Well, I know that you got a hard out, so we'll just end the show, but. Uh, man, Vic, it was great to have you on. I really appreciate it. Um, why don't you tell everybody once again where they can find you and uh, just anything else you want to close with, bud? Yes, sir. You guys can find me on the BHB, the Big House Breakdown, every Friday, 6 p.m. I'm going to invite Adam to come back on over. So if you like this banter, we'll be over there one more again doing it um, on the Big House Breakdown. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, any, all platforms. Look up the Real HD Network and you will find the Big House Breakdown. All things Michigan football. All right, guys. Thank you, Vic. I really appreciate it. And uh, guys, go. Oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to jump on you there. No, no. I was thanking you for the invite. Oh, absolutely. Dude, anytime. And uh, just, I really appreciate the help getting this out because I'll be honest, guys. Until I got invited on the show, I didn't even think of having guests on. And as you know, I just kind of ramble myself, but it's been great to actually have somebody here to help me out. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it Vic, uh, immensely. This was a lot of fun. Um, So guys go to all my social media. It's the Michigan football rant on Facebook, uh, YouTube, X, uh, threads, all of it, uh, Instagram, and start sharing some of those memes. Cause I really do believe, man, I've got the best memes in the business. And, um, all right, guys, it's uh, it's always great to be a Michigan Wolverine and always and forever, guys. Go blue. Go blue.